Hello, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is that you're tuning in to Going Deeper. Hopefully you've seen and heard the, the message that Andrew brought this morning out of the last dozen or so verses from John chapter 6, which kind of turned out to be about cannibalism. Cannibalism, yep. And that, that was the accusation that was made. Yeah, yeah, based on this passage, yeah. So tell me a little bit about it. So difficult passage, one mm -hmm. of those things that when you're working through, you know, a, a book of the Bible, you can't avoid the difficult passages. So looking at that and preparing this message yeah. and the confronting things that Jesus is saying about drinking my blood, eating my flesh, what was going on for you in that process of prepping? Um, so there was... There was the surface level what the teaching was, you know, the, the eating and drinking of, of flesh and blood, which, again, in the Jewish context would have been outrageous. Um, but beyond that, I, I had this sense, I, I didn't unpack it in the message at all because I think it's another whole message, um, how intentional Jesus was at yep. this point in time in bringing that taught type mm -hmm. of hard teaching with probably the knowledge that this will really sort out the chaff from the wheat. Sure. That um, this, this will be the dividing piece where he can go, are you hanging out with me and are you associated mm -hmm. with me because of what you can get or are you hanging out with me and associated with me because of a deeper truth, yeah. which is the, the, the thing that you're actually really craving for, yeah. relationship with God, mm -hmm. purpose in life, um, and it seems like there was a real intentionality of Jesus yeah. just splitting the crowd. Now, it wasn't an even split. It was mm -hmm. like a you know, 99% to 1% possibly. Yeah. But um, the, the wisdom in Jesus doing a bit of that siphoning off so that he can go with the ones sure. who are committed and on the journey for the yeah. purpose that he's heading towards. Mm. So at this point, like obviously, he, he's got an eye on... The, the apex of the story yes, as well. Yeah, like yeah. He, un understanding that, that this mission is going to cost his and life. And John writes it a bit in that way too. because yeah. you know, So John himself says at the end of his gospel, there are so many things Jesus said and did yeah. that we couldn't write them all down. Mm. So why has he selected this to be one of the things that he's recorded? Mm. And, and so, yes, I think Jesus has got his eye on the apex of the story. Yep. But John in his John writing... John sure has as well. Yeah, yes. John, John really goes, these are the key things that yep. need to be in the story because I know mm. how the story is because John's writing, you know, 50 years after yep. the event. Yep. Yeah. So, so Jesus is paying attention to, foreshadowing um, First Communion. Yep. Last Supper. The... The bread and the wine, mm -hmm. flesh and blood, which itself is foreshadowing his crucifixion, yes. death, resurrection. Yep. You you mentioned at, at the end, you know, this this idea that yeah, the invitation's easy and the you know, and give and Jesus has made this free gift for us, but my goodness, this Christian life comes yeah. at at a cost. How do we reconcile that? How do we reconcile this idea of, you know, my my word is spirit, and and that is and the spirit is life. Yeah. In everything that I'm talking to you about the flesh and blood and death and whatever, how do we reconcile? How do we make sense of this uh, this talk of death 
and this talk of life together. What's going on? Yeah, so, so I said in the message, you know, I don't think the teaching was the hardest thing. It was the accepting yeah. and obeying the teaching that's the hard thing. And, and yeah. I think there's the tension for us. I'll, I'll speak for myself. The, the tension is... I like to think that I have some control over my life and my yeah. destiny and yeah. my direction and even my eternal future. Yes. Um, and I live as though that's true in my day-to-day yeah. -day actions and interactions. Um, and I think that's the tension. It, it is the laying down of your life. It is the surrendering of mm. who I am completely to say, God, would, would you take up residence in this body mm. and would you live your life through mm. my experience? Yep. Now, I, I know that up here and I know that's what yeah. Scripture points to, but to actually do it, yeah. to, to, to live daily with the posture of, it's actually not my life, but it's his life in yes. me. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I, I always get fascinated by Jesus saying to his disciples, I, I nearly imagine him being excited, going, hey, guys, I've got something for you. Mm -hmm. The best thing is going to happen when I go away, that's going to be really good for you. Because yep. when I go away, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. Yep. And he's going to dwell in you. That's the same spirit mm -hmm. that Jesus has. And so, therefore, instead of being one human being in a time and space, yes. he can have his presence in Body. The body of people. And it's su such a great idea. Mm -hmm. But here's the tension. If I was honest and you said to me, would you rather have your lived experience to this point with the Holy Spirit yep. or a face-to-face -face conversation with the physical risen Jesus? Mm. Oh, I reckon I'd say, oh, give me Jesus any day. Because we still don't get it. Yeah, because we still don't get it. Yeah. We, we don't get what he's been pointing mm, to, mm. that it's his spirit, the Holy yes. Spirit, the spirit of God in us. And when we surrender to that yeah. and allow him to, to live self. his life in us, yeah. th that's, the, that's the best gift he's offering. And yeah. I still don't think we really yeah. get it. So I still don't think I really get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it is so profoundly countercultural, yep. you know, this, I, this idea that I would give up my own life. Mm. You know, it's no longer I that live, yep. but Christ that lives yep. in me. It costs my flesh and, flesh and blood. It's so desperately countercultural. Yep. And, and right there is the human condition, right? Like we, we just want, we, we want to own and we manage and what we control. know and what's comfortable yep. and what's manageable, yep. Yep. But Jesus is saying that life, life's on the other side of that. Yeah. Life's on the other side of, 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 of laying down our flesh and, flesh and blood. And he modelled that. He so modelled as followers that. of Jesus, yeah. uh, I, I think we follow him for some of his teaching to some point, yes. but to follow him to that laying down of our life yeah. in mm -hmm. order that new life would come out of that, um, we str I struggle with that yeah, it, still. And it, it, is, it, is that, uh, it is that mind of Christ that we would, we would desire to be yeah. formed and shaped within us. I know that some authors have written about this whole idea as, the, as living the cruciformed life. Yeah. You know, the, the life that is crucified, um, that images, that images mm. Jesus. Yeah. And, and yes, we spend this whole 
mortal life, pressing into that knowing that that everlasting life, the rivers of living water, that's where they, yeah, they yeah. are. That's where they are found. Yeah. So the difficulty here, so yes, there's this incredible cultural difficulty, this idea that we would uh, forego our own flesh and blood, but then there's also just this difficulty of how do we engage with the Bible. Yes. Like this yep. really complex yep. text. Um, and you mentioned that there are so many different genres. There's narrative and there's history and there's there's um, legal documents and there's poetry and, you know, all that kind yep. of stuff. How? Like what are, what are some what are some tips in our own followership? How do we engage with this incredibly rich but but complex, bottomless text? What do we do? Yeah, uh, to start with, we, we cannot just leave it at a surface level. Um, the the layers of richness and depth and meaning across Scripture um, is such that we can engage with. The, the, the same passage over and over and over and yep. still get new nuggets out of it. Um, the more I've done some theological study and the more I, I read about stuff, the more I realise I don't know, sure. that it's not, not, not a simple thing. It's, mm. not, it's not a normal textbook. Yep. We can't treat it as a textbook. Um, or a manual. Yeah, but, but the, and quite often we want to reduce it to that simplistic yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah, it's a manual for life. It's your rule book for life. It's your... You know, and, and those things are just not helpful. Yeah. Um, we live in an age where we have a lot of good resource available to mm. us, whether it's free on the internet, but you've got to have some wisdom on what you're sure. accessing. But there are some great books, there are some great things around that just help you understand how to read the Bible, yeah. how to engage with it. Who was it written to? Who wrote it? When did they write it? Why did they write it? Yeah. And all that makes a difference. Context, context. Yeah, context, context. you know. Yeah. And we are so good at taking stuff out of context, mm. building our own little theology around it that yep. suits our felt need. Making it about me. And running with that. Yep. And, you know, the, the best example is, uh, a great example is, you know, that Jeremiah 33 passage. I know the plans I have for you, says yes. the Lord, a plan to prosper you and yep. not to harm you. And, and, and we take that as a personal promise to us and that's not how it was written. No. No, so we've got to understand, yeah, who, who is Jeremiah? Who was yeah. he writing to? Why was he writing this? Mm. And this was a promise to a group of people in exile that God had not forgotten them. And, yeah, right. and we, yeah, we, we, our hermeneutic, our exegesis, yeah. our way we engage with that stuff is often so flawed mm. that, that I reckon that leads to the frustration a lot of us have in our Christian life. Yeah that God is not showing up the way I've been told he should or God is not showing up because I've done some sort of yep. formula and said some things and we're left completely disillusioned because mm. we're not willing to do the hard work to push into what, what, how do you access the life that's in these scriptures. Yeah. 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 Have, you, have you got a resource in mind? Can you think of anything? Um, there, there's a book, I forget the author, um, How to Read the Bible. For All It's Worth? Yeah, For All It's Worth, yep. Um, fee, fee, fee and Stuart. Is that it? I was thinking Gordon. Look it up, yep. Gordon Fee. Yeah. Yep. How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth, I think yep. that could be it. Yeah. So, and that and many others like it. They yeah. just give you a, a broad snapshot of context. The other good thing is the Bible Project. 
You, you can get resource. that on YouTube, yeah. um, the Bible Project, and they go through every book of the Bible yeah. with this big overview, how it fits together, how it fits into the bigger narrative of Scripture. Yeah. Um, and it just helps us start from a healthy starting spot mm. rather mm. than an individual I'm looking for, some that's just going to speak yeah. to my condition that appeases me. I think that point of narrative is a really important one as yeah. we're engaging with Scripture, understand how that fits within within the whole narrative yeah. arc. And, and this is one of the, probably the flaws of Protestantism, yeah. you know, is, is that, um, yeah, for, for the whole Jewish context, you had trained, educated people who would unpack and yes. teach and explain. Uh, us Protestants who, you know, is basically... Yep. Here's the Bible. Go for it yourself. Yeah, that, and that's um, rubbish. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so let's talk about that in that context of gathering them. Yeah. Right. So, so yes, we do want to engage with Scripture on our on our own. We want to do that well yes. and thoughtfully. How how can we do that together? So, we're thinking about a home group. Yeah. Context. How do we how do we engage thoughtfully? Yep. Uh, in our home groups. Um, I reckon two things. One, take it slowly with yeah. the scripture you're, you're engaging with and, and two, openly share and talk about. So, so doing a SOAP journal yeah. reflection yeah. where let's just say we're meeting as a group, there's 10 of us, we've all engaged with the same passage mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. week and we've all felt something has spoken to us out of that and then we share with one another yeah. what we have gleaned out of that passage and I tell you what, there'll, there'll be a real sense of we're on the money when collectively the same spirit that lives mm-hmm. in all of us is telling the same story. Yep. Um, and that, that's encouraging. Yep. Yes. But if we're getting 10 different versions of what this is saying and they are, they are diametrically opposed to one another, yeah. we've got some more work to do. We've got some work to do. Yep. That's good. And so then, like, as, as we engage with Scripture then and, and this piece of Scripture... Too. We do that. We do that well. We want to understand, you know, the genre that we're dealing with. Yep. We want to be interpreting that well, reading how the church has understood this yes. throughout its history. Um, what then do we do? What's our response? What do we do with this idea of drinking flesh, eating blood? What, what yeah, do we do? Yeah. If that's where we um, well, just on that point of, of understanding how the earlier church has yep. has responded, we. I think it's easy for us to think in 2021 mm. that we are smarter than any people who've ever lived before. Yep. Uh, totally not true. Mm-hmm. So the people who lived in the third and fourth centuries who engaged with this, who wrote about this, they are worth listening to. They really are. Um, they really are. So that there is that. Um, but I think we have to develop habits of engaging with the written word mm-hmm. and then doing it in a way that in community, so you do have some checks and balances. Yep. So we are, correctly is not the word I want to use, but we are correctly engaging with it. Yeah. Um, that that we're not off creating our own doctrines and our own theologies because we've got this warped sense of mm-hmm. something. So doing it together, but having the habit of engaging mm. um, with the written word, listening to it, reading it, pondering it. And again, my, my advice would be take it slowly. Yes. You know, I, I'm personally, personally, it grates me this idea of, of I'm, I'm reading bunches and bunches so I can get it done. Yep. I, I would rather sit and marinate in box. something slowly yeah. and allow the spirit to do some forming work rather than yep. go, oh, but I've read the whole thing this year. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. now, now do what you need to do in there and that's up to you. Personally, that doesn't work for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. My word is spirit. Yeah, yeah. Spirit and spirit and life. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, any encouragement then with this that we've spoken about today as we step into this week in our homes, in our streets and workplaces? Yeah. How do we carry some of that this week? Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, we've got a daily Bible reading plan available on the website. You know, mm. some of the passages out of today. Um, spend some time in that if you don't have any other system or, or, or thing already in place. Um, but it's asking the question, it's saying, okay, the Spirit of God is in me. The Spirit um, of God brings the words to life into my, into my being. So I, wa- I don't want to be a reservoir where I store all that up. Yeah. I, I want to be a receptacle where that can overflow to the people Feasible. around me. So yeah. may- maybe a mindset of God, would you show me something true about yourself today mm. that I can share with someone else Yes. and look for opportunity. That's a great thing yep. to do. Look yep. for the opportunity, ask for it. Yeah, ask, ask for, for it, it and, and step over that chicken line yeah. if you feel it's presenting itself. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Thank yep. you. I appreciate that. Um, so it's a good stuff to, to have a chat about in your home groups this week and even establishing, if you haven't already done so, um, some kind of rules of thumb as you're engaging with Scripture together, particularly with difficult passages. Um, it's worth spending time learning how to read the Bible well, if that's not something that, you, that you've already done. Uh, so thank you so much. Good message yep. today, important one, difficult one. Um, bless you as you seek to ingest and apply that this week. Yep. See, See you soon. next week.